Learn to be you, the podcast. Real talk, real people. Me and Jay are like rolling on next. Like we're, we're like ready, getting ready for a boxing match, isn't it? We're clearing the space. <laughs> <laughs> Judgment. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry, I didn't hear that. What are we talking about? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't hear. I didn't hear. I just said, "Ooh, <laughs> you joking? Judgment." Ooh, that's a juicy. That's, okay. that's that's my trigger. What being judged or judging people? Anything to do with judgment. Really, it really triggers me, and I've had to really work on it because I think that's where a lot of my inner stuff I've had to work on has been around judgment. People judging me. It's like. It's like I said, it, and this is so strange how this links to what we were talking about on the live, announcing the podcast, because I said on there, didn't I? I got judged at the school for ironing Jaden's school shirt. I'm sure it was on that or somewhere. But it's like judgment. It's like, what? Where are people judging from? Because we're all very different. And people get angry with me when I go to them. They'll be like, oh, this happened to this person. And I'll be like, but you don't know how that person feels. And they'll be like, but I've been in the same situation. And I'm like, but you haven't because you're not that person. It's like if you and Michelle and me all had the exact same thing, we would all do things a different way. You can learn from other people. But yeah, as you can tell, my voice, I've gone into passion mode now. Judgment. Yeah, I just don't think there's any need for it. And I've got told, who was it by? Somebody said to me, I think it was, um, I can't remember who said it. They're like, everybody judges. And I'm like, no, I really, really don't. Because even them saying that to me was like, how dare you? I've worked Were you so judging them? My... Were you judging them saying that? Not really. I don't, mm. I, see, it's, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because I think in a way you do sometimes unintentionally judge people, but I really don't judge people in a detrimental way. Maybe that's the good yeah. way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's triggering for me as well because I can feel myself when I go to do that now. I recognize it and I mm. rein myself back in. But I have made plenty of bad judgments on people. People have made them on me. I've had, oh, actually, you sound, aren't you, Michelle? You're all right, you. Oh. <laughs> what, what was Who it before? Oh, who said that? Yeah. But the thing is, as well, when people say that to you, you start judging them and think, well, you're not part of my crowd. I want you to be in if you had that first judgment. But hold on. I have made bad judgments in business. I have made bad judgments, you know, on contracts, on customers and put trust and thought of things with this, you know, the gift of the gab. Yeah. I made bad judgments with friends, you know, I've grown out of friends and I've kept them, you know, I've kept lingering around, lingering around them. It's not been the best energy. I made bad judgments on myself. It's a hard cycle to get out of, but recognizing it, I don't think we should beat ourselves up for it. I know. Do you know judgment for me actually makes me chuckle a wee bit because I used to like be so scared of what people would think of me. And I used to judge like cray cray, by the way, like used to judge people so badly. And not that I would think they were a bad person or anything, but even like as terrible as it sounds, like people's outfits and all that, I'd be I'd be so judgy. And see now, like now that I've done all this work, like judgment actually makes me laugh because I'm like, 
it's literally just your perception of what's going on like you actually nobody can judge anything because it's just your own perception of what's happening the person sitting next to you will see that in a completely different perspective so yeah judging for me actually makes me laugh because it's like people are actually so in their own heads that they think their opinion is right and that they have the right to judge others and it's like well you don't because we're all in the same boat we've all just got this like made up reality that we've come up with in our own heads it's nobody's true like none of it's true we're all just creating all these like stories in our head of what our reality is so I used to be quite bad for judging, I will openly admit, but when we done actually Brett's course, Michelle, the meditation course, he spoke about judging one day and he basically said, you know, when you are judging, because see, when you are judging, for me anyway, in the back of my head, I would be like, why do I think that? Like, I'm a nice person. Why am I thinking that? And I used to question myself, so does that mean I'm not a nice person if I'm thinking that? But actually, Brett said, and it really struck a chord with me, he said, you know, when you're judging, it's not actually you that's judging. So you can speak back to yourself and say, Mm -hmm. thank you for showing me that, but I know that that's not me. So that's what I try and do. If judgment comes up, I'll just kind of be like, thank you for bringing that up, but I'm not going to give that my attention kind of thing. Because I think as humans it is just natural for things to come up but as long as you can recognize and detach and know that that's not actually you that's just your brain coming up with things then I you might be judging but you can always um be non-attached to the judgment that you're making if that makes sense what do we gain from judging now like what energy, how do we feel after we've judged someone? I, if, when I judge someone, even if it's in my head, I feel deflated. I, I don't feel... It's a oh. thing though. You know, like when your brain is just trying to protect you, I honestly just think it's your brain just, you know, trying to look after you. Really, that's what I think yeah. it is. But it does make me laugh. It makes me chuckle that your brain is that cray-cray that it just comes up with these things. Like how quick stuff. does it escalate though? How quick was what can one person make a judgment on one person? Look at it in the press, in the news, with you know, celebrities and things like mm-hmm. that. Not that I watch the news or anything like that, but let's let's get it right in media, whether it's social media mm-hmm. or whatever. One person can make a judgment and that and with no fact, and it can wreck careers, it can wreck mm. people's oh, it can wreck people's, you know, future, it can wreck people's jobs. It that by a judgment, by a judgment or an opinion of one person, it is, it can be devastating to people. No, you're right. And, and what you were touching on, Ellis, is, is my speciality, the chimp brain. Literally, you have two thinking brains. Yeah. The chimp brain is that brain that you're talking to. And you need to learn to give it a banana, let's just say, to shut it up <laughs> at times. But yeah, I love. Hell yeah. I love neuroscience <laughs> and I love that chimp brain because if you, I, I was explaining this on when I took over for Inspired Edinburgh, um, the upstairs and downstairs of your brain, okay? You've got the upstairs, which is your logical brain, and your downstairs, which is your chimp brain, your emotional brain. And this is true for children, but it is very true for us adults as well. Um, all that happens is the stairs get taken away. 
You can't get back to that logical part of your brain. So you're going from the chimp brain and, and you do, you think things and you, when you're younger, you go, Oh my God, I'm a bad person for thinking that. And then you realize actually that's not your thought. That's, that's your chimp. And no, I do not mean we have a chimpanzee living in our head. But if you're really interested in this stuff, come over to my It Instagram. feels like it, Jay. It feels like it at times, though. We have got. A, I feel like I've got a few chimps running around. No, but <laughs> if you actually look at the way we behave when we're in that part of our brain, and our, and our children are, are thing, they actually act like animals. Ellis, you'll probably see it more because your children are younger. They actually, you could look at them and go, yeah, they actually are acting like chimpanzees right now. Because they're in the wrong part of their brain. And we just need to understand to put the stairs back. And that's what us three are learning to yeah. when we're in that chin brain, put the stairs back, pause, and then speak. Because the judgment comes straight from the chin brain. So we have to learn to go, that isn't my thought. Do you know what I mean? And I think it, I, I, I totally feel like I've sat back and the Rockwell has gone back in now because what's listening to you <laughs> speak that actually it's okay because. I think I've been judged the whole of my life and it's just made me feel crap. And I think I have learned to detach from it, but it still gets me at points because it's just like, how dare people judge me? Because you don't know me and I'm actually a really, really, really nice person. And before I'd apologize for saying nice things about myself, like feeling it was cocky because that's what was put in my head. But actually, no, I am a nice guy and I don't need to be like all the other men in this world because I can just be Jay. And you don't have the right to judge me because you don't actually know me. So I think that's where it comes from. And I, I obviously still have more work to do on that because it still does get me a bit. Yeah. But yeah, judgment, like you say, where... And I think it's... I guess like you're right, everybody does judge to a point. But I really... I think I kind of reframe it in a way of... They're doing it that way. That isn't the way I would do it, but that's okay because that's where they're at. Yeah. I think there's good frequency judgment and there's bad frequency. I think it's healthy to have a sense of judgment and being able to judge a situation or a person for protection to yourself. Mm -hmm. On a healthy side, um, judge an energy, judge, judge an opinion, but there's the unhealthy side. I don't think, I think now listening to both your perspectives, as much as it triggered me like, mm, I've made bad. Well, I've made bad to get me to where I am now. I've made mistakes on judgment, but mm -hmm. it's benefited me to learn from them and to move forward. So I think we can't stigma it to all be bad. And like Jay, you've just kind of turned it around as well, haven't you? I'm kind of warming to, it's healthy to have it. It's the type that we accept ourselves. And I guess you know what I think as well, guys, like I used to worry so much about what people would think of me and stuff like that. And then from doing all this work, you realize that nobody actually really cares because everyone else is just worried about what people are thinking about them as well. So when you think you're, you know, really putting yourself like even when we first started doing Insta, you know, it is even doing this, you know. Yeah. What are people going to think of me? I hope I don't offend anyone. I hope nobody hates me. Like all this kind of stuff. But then in actual fact, what what does it actually matter if people do not agree with something that one has have said? You know, if that's their opinion, that's completely fine to have that opinion. And somebody else might have a different opinion and that's okay. But what I've actually realized is 
people don't really care like what other they don't people care are doing. as much as we think they care in our minds do they no, they don't because people are worrying about themselves being judged people don't actually care what you're doing you know what I mean obviously if you were like be going out there and being really offensive I you would probably trigger some peeps but you know people spend so much time worrying about what other people think especially with social media and all that kind of stuff but really when it comes down to it they probably don't actually care they're probably worrying about themselves more than sitting there judging you and if you can say that you are showing up and being really authentically yourself then it's fine for people to judge you because they're judging you on your true self whereas if you're showing up and playing all these different roles you know and kind of mirroring the behaviors of the people that you're maybe with at that time then you're being judged unfairly because you're being judged on not your true self if that makes sense so I think if you're just showing up as your true self then you know it's fine for people to judge you like it's okay but it does make me laugh it makes me chuckle because there is just so much judgment in the world and especially with social media because we don't we don't know people from we don't know at people as they actually are we know them from a picture or a two second glimpse of their life and the judgments that can be made on that are are horrific at times aren't they they're crazy do you know this is so funny i was thinking about this yesterday right because i was catching up on coursework which is all the neuroscience stuff so it's so interesting and it got me thinking like jay loves the neuroscience don't you jay honestly (laughs) it got my brain like my mind was blown because i was like if somebody had just told me this when i was feeling like rubbish i would have been like all right okay i'm fine now because i know that that's just where that's coming from and it's not me Mm -hmm. and then i was thinking about how you know you think something in your head and then before you know it you're on like a total tangent and this is so random but I was thinking about this and there's a lady at Jude's football and I'm like oh in my head I went oh I wonder if they're sisters because they look really alike and then a couple of days later this popped into my head I'll need to find out if they are sisters because I'm sure they're sisters. Like, this was going on in my head. And then see when I done that neuroscience thing, I was like, that's actually hilarious how I've seen them. I've made a judgment on them just because they look similar. And then in my head days later, I'm still thinking about it. Like, it makes me laugh because it's it's mind-blowing how your brain just works in this way. It's crazy, but I love it. It's so cool. It is, it is mad because if you think sometimes it's like your brain can be your worst enemy because we are set up mm-hmm. on a negative bias. We are set up because you you can do something so thingy, but as soon as a negative comes in, it overrides everything. And I was yeah. talking to a client the other day, an adult client this was, um, and she, she couldn't say no to people because she was worried what they'd say. And she always had to explain herself. And I've told her, you don't need to explain yourself. You can just say no. And she's like, but saying no is rude. I'm like, well, then come up with a sentence. I'm sorry, I can't do that today. And and just stick that sentence in your head. I said, because you don't have to explain yourself. It's really like you say, and that's on the same lines of, oh my God. Because I said to her, what's what's gonna happen if you just say no? Nothing, nothing. Do you know what I mean? We think, we judge, don't we? That, oh my God, if I don't do this, they're gonna think this. It's like me. 
my funky t-shirts, loving Buzz Lightyear, yeah? <laughs> Before now, I'd have gone, I can't do that because people are going to think I'm this, this, and this, and this. Now I'm like, I don't care. I'll wear a t-shirt that says, I'm actually in my 30s. That's that's like the turtles because that's cool. And that's Jay. Do you know what I mean? And I'll wear that. And I don't care if you think I look like the biggest idiot because guess what? I'm okay with that. But yeah, it is funny, isn't it? And we have this with my son who's 10. He used to be so worried about what people thought about him. And now he just rocks pink clothes. He rocks his long hair. He rocks his man bun. He rocks unicorn tracksuit bottoms that are from the girls section. We don't have girls and boys stuff. But it's like, if I could put, if someone put that into me to realize, and this is the key thing that changed it all for me, realizing that their views, their opinions, everything is more about their life than it will ever be about you. So, so that's the small sentence I remember every time I think, oh God, they're judging me because actually it's more about their life. They're judging themselves 10 times more. And like you said, you used to judge people, but that's because you were judging yourself and what they thought of you. Mm -hmm. It is really crazy, isn't it? Where you were, and if you look back at how far you've come, it's absolutely mental how you can actually rewire your own brain. And it blows my mind by something as simple as writing three things you're grateful for daily. You can rewire your brain to default on a different feeling. It's just absolutely mental. And it's like, why were we never taught any of this stuff about our brain in our head that controls so much of us, but we didn't know any of this stuff? It's just mental. And the connection that the brain has to the heart, how we can mm. be judging from mm -hmm. the heart or from the brain or on emotion and yeah. feeling. Have you ever, the two of you, be, has someone ever said to you, oh, this person said this about you? And you've heard a negative judgment from another person. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. So, totally. and how's how's that made you feel? But also, just from this conversation, just reflecting, you know, you can probably remember a couple of things when someone said that to you. And you've gone, where have they got that from? But mm. then, when you attach that person when they've said it and who said it to actually what's going around in their life, it just explains what Jay says, and it just summit that came into my head that it is totally a reflection on that person and what's going on around them, that from what you've both said. Because even I can think of one time when someone's gossiped and said something about me and I've gone, what? You know, but then they've been in a bad situation themselves and they're just outblowing, aren't they? And it's... Exactly. Do you know what comes up for me? And it, I will not that I know of, it's never personally happened to me, but I know people on like, social media and stuff who get like um judged for you know the way they bring up their children mm -hmm. or you know like when mums call out other mums on the internet you know when oh, people post hope. pictures of like their kids this is just oh. coming up for me like maybe in a car seat and somebody will feel the need to write or oh, their straps aren't tight enough or yeah. they shouldn't be holding the baby like that I've seen mums argue on Facebook from our playground when my kids were younger. Michelle, it's crazy. And do you know what it is? Well, for me, I think it is anyway. It's like they are worried, and God love them. We all worry that we're not good mm -hmm. enough as a mum or whatever. But they are worried that they're not doing something right. Therefore, the minute they see somebody else doing something that they don't think is the right thing, they feel the need to call them out on it because it's like, it's like, um, you know, you're 
you're confirming to yourself, oh, see, I do know something, because I can mm. tell them that they're wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Rather than just being from a place of love, maybe if you really, really think they're doing something dangerous that could harm their child, maybe send them a private message and say, yeah. listen, doll, I'm not trying to be a pain in the bum, but, you know... I think maybe the Wayne straps could be tighter or this or that. I probably wouldn't even do that because I would think they're doing the right, what they think What's is right, right for them. Defence you know, things coming in, isn't it? The defence. There are ways to do things. You know, you can still have an opinion, but you don't have to put it out there and be judgy and call people out for things. And that's just coming up for me, the mum stuff, because I have just seen on social media and things, as you say, Shelley, like mums arguing, mums judging other mums about what their kids eat and all this. And it's like, do you know what? You are their mum for a reason. You know, you know what's best for yeah. your child. I, the next person might not think it's the right thing to do, but, you know, concentrate on your own stuff. Make sure your kids are happy and don't project that onto other people that I don't like that I don't like the the being judged on like parenting and, and stuff like that I'm not into that at all well Jay mentioned about the school shirt at the beginning and I've said this to you before haven't I Ellis I was judged in the playground yes. and, and my daughter actually got bullied because I put my daughter in before and after school to go to work and she actually got bullied because I was the youngest mom in the playground and the children, this came actually from the parents who said to the children that we think it's awful, that her mom's not in the playground and that she goes to work and leaves her daughter in before and after school. And also that she's the youngest mom in the playground. So I was getting bullied for bringing Leah up and taking her to school and trying to do well, she was getting bullied. I was getting judged for trying to do the best, putting her in before mm. and after school because I'm a traveling to work. And then when I was in the playground, no one would speak to me. Oh, it's mad, dog. isn't it? It's mad how people reframe things because if that was a different scenario and you'd be, oh my God, you're an amazing mom going out to work. You're a young mom. You've got focus. You've got this. But then in the playground, you're the worst thing since sliced bread because of their stereotype mm. of what a mom should be. And I get this a lot about what dad I am. And not in a negative way. Everyone's like, you're an amazing dad. You're this, you're this. And I just think, well, aren't all dads this way? And if they're not, then that's the way their life's gone. But yeah, I, I we get judged a lot for, maybe not to our face, but the way we educate Jaden, because we we started out thinking, oh my goodness, home education, we need to do what school do. Then we found out, no, you don't need to do what school do. There is no national curriculum fund. So then we started to do a few academic things. And you know what? I'll be honest, the last, since lockdown finished, Jaden has been doing stuff. He's been learning stuff. We haven't sat down and done much academic. He's tested out a couple of my online courses for me. He comes to my empowerment leagues. We're starting to get him out to do his after-school activities because they're coming back. We're working on what's best for Jaden, and we're not sitting down and writing. But do you know what? My son isn't 
going to be one of those ones that's in the system, a cardboard copy of everybody that comes out of school. Not that I'm bashing schools. He knows what he wants to be. He knows how to do it. And I'm teaching him the stuff that he learns. So I guess it's, you can't judge people because you're not in that life. That people would look at me and go, oh, you're home educating him. You, you, you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Your wife's disabled. You're trying to build a business. You're trying to do this. And it's like, but actually I'm doing what's best for my son. And I get told we're brave for doing that. I'm not brave. I'm just being Jaden's dad and I'm doing what's best for Jaden. So I guess there's judgment in like literally everything you do. But I think when you get to a place and realize it is about them. Yeah. And, and I agree with you, Ellis. There is a way that you can have intentions of going, oh my goodness, that's really dangerous what you're doing there. But in a better way, you don't need yeah. to be parents. You, like that. I used to feel absolutely rubbish because I ironed my son's shirt. I used to get made because obviously I was the only man in the playground to feel like an absolute douchebag because I iron my son's shirt and then I, now I look back and think what were you getting so stressed about you ironed your son's shirt because you love him and want him to feel you know yourself right you, you ladies you probably know this more than some men probably do you you go you dress up to go out and you feel good about yourself do you know what I mean yeah whatever well why do I my son felt good when his shirt was ironed so why is that wrong mental isn't it think, it is i don't think there's i don't think there's a right or wrong you know touching on the playground scenarios mm. i wasn't actually phased because i wasn't involved in the playground scenario i was more phased about explaining to my daughter yeah why i went to work why i couldn't pick her up from school and mm. why i had a young i was having to defend my actions on that to my daughter who was hearing from children and yeah. parents opinions and judgments it can be quite harsh in the playground well it could mm. be that was 15 years ago but I'm unsure what it's like now but it can be quite harsh if you're not in the right you're not in the right so. mindset the right mindset I'd say mm. I do think so it all comes from you know people I don't like the word jealousy, but you know what I mean? People being envious of what you've got, therefore putting a negative spin on it. So mm -hmm. maybe one of the people that was judging you, Shelley, maybe was struggling to get a job or never had childcare, so they couldn't go out and work, mm -hmm. or maybe, you know, they were struggling financially, any of these yeah. things. So in their head, instead of recognising, or, oh, you know, she's doing amazing she's providing for her family she's a young mum she's doing her absolute best they're thinking oh well look at her she's you know dropping her rain in the morning and no picking her up till night time she's not in here but in actual fact they're probably envious of you because you are going out and providing and earning money for mm. Leah and your family do you know what I mean and I didn't have a choice I didn't have a choice I wasn't I wasn't married I didn't have a partner providing like the other women that are in the playground I mm. had no choice I wasn't trying to upset anyone I was just doing what I had to do no definitely though but and I do think when people judge I think it's always from a place of it's almost like they're envying it so they find a negative spin to put on it yeah. you know what I mean how were yeah. you judged obviously you were so young when you were pregnant were you judged mm. for being like a teenage mum yeah yeah definitely so is that you done now for life Michelle so are you just going to claim benefits and stay at home or what what you what's your plan 
always kind of said things like that. Um, so, you know, what you're never going to be able to do anything now you're a mum. So you're never going to be able to provide for, you, for your baby. You've lost your life. You're never going to, you know, have a future because children, you know, around your ankles and you can never fly your own wings. Yeah, you, you name it. I probably got told it. Did you get so when you went in the hospital in Harvard because you were yeah. so young? I was judged. I was looked down upon at the nurses. Um, yeah. They treated me totally different to the other mums. I remember being in that ward and I remember there being older mums. I remember them looking down at me. I remember feeling, do you know, it actually brings up a bit of emotion because I haven't really put, mm -hmm. my, put my mind back to that time. And I remember being in the corner of the ward with this baby, I was still a child myself in the aspect yeah. and thinking I am by myself in this world. This is me and this baby girl and I'm by myself because the nurses were looking down at me. The other mums in their ward wouldn't speak to me, wouldn't even acknowledge me. Right. And that just, that just rattled on from them. It's not unusual now to be a young mum no. or a young dad. It's not an unusual thing now to be a young parent. It's actually quite become normal to I've do been it. You know? yeah it's actually but 20 years ago no not a chance mm. but sure. that you know if them things hadn't have happened then i wouldn't have decided to push myself and bring exactly. my daughter and people along for the ride so i'm grateful for it i'm grateful to have the bad and the dark moments within that and there were a lot of dark moments because i didn't want to go to work i didn't want to have to leave leah Mm. Um, at times and I didn't you know you watch your friends you watch your friends going and moving abroad to live a life and you know PRing and whatever else they were doing you watch your friends going to university and just you know building a career and yeah it's turned because now a lot of my people around me and a lot of my best friends and that they're having children now later on in yeah. life whereas I'm just kind of letting go and finding this new Michelle. And this is why I'm here with you, you two, because this is the point where I got it. I'd been for everyone else. I'd been Michelle for every person around me. Um, and now it's time to actually be me and also in part of my favorite team. <laughs> I must say, you know, I feel emotion as well. I can feel mm. you, you know what we are like. We're in total synchro. I've got gooses hearing you talking, but do you know, I wasn't as young as you, obviously, when I had um, Jude. I was 20 when I fell preggers, and then I had him when I was 21. And I was so scared, like, because I same thing with you. Like, everyone was going about doing their own stuff, and I was kind of like, you know, is this me now? Am I never going to be able to do anything? But see, honestly, this past... I knew it anyway, right? And I know I knew it anyway, but this past year has just confirmed to me I am like so grateful to have those two wee peeps in my life. Like they teach me everything every day. And do you know what? I'm like growing up with them and I love it. It's amazing that I cannot wait to be able to show them the world, like take them traveling. Cause I always thought, oh God, I'm going to be old when I get to go traveling now. And I'm like, no, like we're going together. We're all going, like, we all just learn from each other. I love, love, love being a youngish mum. I'm so grateful that they were given to me when I was young because I just feel like 
they have taught me more than anyone else in the world has ever taught me but you know there will be young mums out there the now and like who were you know even younger than me and it is scary but if there is any young mums out there like Michelle's story especially is mm. just I say it to you all the time there is a 16 year old out there that needs to hear that they're going to be okay and that they can still be successful but you know don't let anybody judge you that just might be the making of you because I tell you what becoming a mum was the making of me like big time and that really really brought out a part of me that I didn't even know was even being there. Being a parent being a mm-hmm. parent is the hardest thing in the world I think. But so it's amazing it's literally amazing. Oh. Definitely, it's it definitely, but it's it's the hardest from learning from ourselves, yeah, and learning from things we do, and that I mean hard in not a negative. It's like my mum said, you know, my mum said to me when I was pregnant with Leah, being a being a parent is the most guilt ridden job in the world. <laughs> it can just eat you up, you know. Mm-hmm. Is in the aspect of you know. You know, you'll know this, you know, if Jaden's doing something and you'll think, you know, you'll say, Jaden, is that the best thing? Well, should I have said, is that the best thing? Or should he have done that? Or da, 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 da. Judging, again, that can be part of it when you're a parent, can't you? You're judging your child and t- trying to put them on a certain path that might not even work out for them. And you're judging yourself, though, as a parent, yes. because you're, you just want the best for them, eh? and you just love them so much. So then you judge yourself and you wonder am I doing the best thing for them when it when it when it comes to my parenting I know everything I've done or do for Jaden I do not question or feel guilty about because I know that is exactly what he needs to do and even on my the way we parent Jaden we probably get judged but that's okay because they don't have to agree with it because my son is a very special young man and learning about the things I've learned about learning about empaths I didn't know what the hell an empath was do you know what I mean? Learning about that, I can help Jaden to share his gift, and he has got gifts, and every child wants to big up their child, but I know my child's going far. I feel it in my heart. Do you know what I mean? And it's amazing to me to be surrounded by the people I'm surrounded by now because they're not just supporting me, they're supporting my son. Do you know what I mean? And he's learning from you guys. Even if he does come on our live and ask for Mentos, that's because mommy was ignoring his text message. I love <laughs> but- that. Do you know what I mean? I know I'm doing right by him. Even if I, I feel like I'm not doing right by other people or myself, I am 100% confident with my parenting with my son because I've almost made a promise to myself I will never, ever be, and I'm still working through this, or any of the men that are around me right now. And it kind of, the only thing on that, it sucks when you know you're doing the best for your child, but then people around let them down, especially men. Because Jaden only has me in his life and there was granddad. Granddad left two years ago and Jaden is now having abandonment and a lot of issues because of that. That kills me because it's like, I went to the hospital the other day and I left early and I didn't tell Jaden I'd left. He woke up and he was crying his eyes out because he thought daddy left because of what other men taught him. And that makes me cross because I spend every day being the best version of me for my son that's when it annoys me because it's like because of their judgment on what they want to do with their life and they don't think about anybody else do you know what I mean and I can say this on this podcast because I've said it to them um I'm a very honest person do you know what I mean it's just 
you've got to be careful what you're doing. But no, I'm 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 100%. And I know you two are an amazing parents. And I know through the stuff you've learned over the last year about yourself and continue to, because I continue to, that your children are just going to go far. Do you know what I mean? And you both inspire me. And I want you to know that. I literally got a lump there because Jaden is my greatest thing. And the reason I am the coach I am today is because of my son. I learned all this stuff to, to heal him. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it, I think you're right, Michelle. When you have a child, they can push you so much further than you'd yeah. push yourself because you know that child, do you know what I mean? I want to make Jaden proud. I want to leave a legacy that Jaden go, that was my dad. And I know he's proud of me because he tells me, do you know what I mean? But yeah, it's powerful. Children, I guess, sometimes you've got to think why people are having children if, if they're thinking they're pulling them down and ruining their life. Because I agree with you, Jaden was the best thing we ever done. Do you know what I mean? The best thing. And with Leah's issues, and I've mentioned this in another thing, and I know she went on, with her polycystic ovaries, we took a long time to get Jaden. So I am blessed with him. And I know he chose me and Leah to be his parents, however crazy that sounds. Yeah. I I love that. Same with my mum, though. My mum kept me. My mum chose mm. me when I was put up for adoption. My foster mum kept me. I am so grateful for that. I'm amazingly grateful because I don't know how life would have turned out for me. Exactly. And, you know, I think that's why the three of us here, we're so, you know, you know, Leah says I'm the strictest mum in the world. It's <laughs> not. It, I, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a young mum. I, I I do know I'm a bit stricter than other mums, but maybe it's because I don't get the wool pulled over my eyes as easy. But also, I've got an adamancy in me from my childhood to make sure I show up and I'm there for my kids and I give it me all. Mm -hmm. From the judgments of what I had when I gave birth to Leah, from the stigma of me being put up for adoption and not having my birth parents, I was going to give this kid, these kids as much as I can. I wish this work, I wish I'd known you two when I was 15 years younger because it had been a total different mindset for me. But I'm here and anyone who's listening to this, you're listening now. So exactly an age or a level of where you're at now, you can move forward at any point, can't you? Michelle, let me ask you this then. So, you know, we know you were adopted when you were young. Did you get judged because your family, you've got black brothers and sisters, or your sister's black, is yeah. that right? Your younger yeah. sister? Yeah. So were you judged for that then? Yeah. Yeah. There was um, there was a bit of, I'm sure my sister won't mind me talking about this, there was racism when we were younger, really? because I, I was, I'm total blonde and white, mm. and my sister's, <laughs> The other, you know, chalk and cheese, basically. And I did I did protect her a lot. And obviously, my mum was frowned upon because she had different coloured children and worthier children. And my mum also always had a baby because she was a foster mum. So mm. when she was in, I remember, in the playground, because she always had the same pram, but she'd only keep have babies for months or maybe a year at a time until they went up to their adoption parent, which was the same as what happened with me, but my mum and dad decided to keep me. Um, and she'd always have different ethnics of babies. Yeah. So she was judged in the playground or by people looking and not understanding wow. what my mum done as a profession. She was yeah. a foster mum. There was constantly different children. She was, she was being 
a caring a care in the community as such of she was giving people another chance at life from a golden heart she was she was the stepping stone for people to go for adoption to find the forever home not to be judged not to be looked upon not to be not to be you know side glanced at and you know she I remember having a conversation with her it's weird we've brought this up and I saying to her Leah's having a hard time in the playground you know parents and things like that and my mum said that playground she said I had it myself Michelle she said I had it myself when I was bringing you when you mm. was bringing you children up because I have four older brothers as well she says it, it, it can be hard in there but you know, reflect on it and just don't attach to it. Just don't take it on. You're on your own path. And that's what my mum said to me a long time ago. It was hard. It was hard. It was, it, yeah, it's brought up things for me today. You I might have what? to journal on this. But... I was going to say, from, from the topic we've got, we've literally gone down. Yeah, I feel kind of emotional. My heart feels, I feel a lot of love today. Because the thing is, it's like, I guess on that scenario, instead of judging people, it's like, why don't you just ask them? Or oh, why do you have lots of different children? Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like in a way, like with Jaden and the way he is and the things. It's like Jaden, we went to the hospital and there was a little boy and he had like a little helmet on. And Jaden's like, oh, why has he got that? And I'm like, I don't know, darling. Ask. I've always encouraged him to yeah. ask. Journey because I don't know that parent. And and he had a lovely conversation with this lady about this little boy's disability and how why he had to have this helmet on and Jaden learned something it's it's just ask I, I think sometimes you you make these stories in your head and then you look for evidence because you've made them to yeah. make them true like you were saying about these women and are they sisters and and you'd you'd have been subconsciously finding all these reasons why they probably were <laughs> Which is I'm surprised. Crazy. I'm surprised Ellis didn't ask. But no. that's another thing, Jay. What you've brought up isn't it important. What you what you say, Jay. What I've grasped from you just saying then isn't it important of what we reflect onto our children that will go into the school or will go into the groups because the things that was getting said to my daughter and through to my mum and yeah. stuff. A lot of it was just getting outspoken by kids because they don't have no stop measure or mechanism. They say that rawness and that pureness of them, they will say what they hear. You're right. And then if the parents hear they've said that someone, they'll defend it and the ego steps in. I didn't say that. And, they'll and they'll say the children are liar. Yeah. yeah. They'll call their child a liar because they did. <laughs> no, you're right. But then you're right. You just watch what you're saying. I always, I'm very honest with my son. Like, I'm very honest here. I'm showing up as me. There's no filters on me. Do you know what I mean? Talking about filters, it just made me think of your filter on Instagram. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's another story. But yeah, it's like, just ask. Because I would so much rather, and I've said this to people in my family, come and speak to me. Only I can answer for myself. Only I can apologize if I've done something wrong. There's no point talking about me to 64 people in my family. Just come and ask me because I will be honest with you. And if I effed up, I'll say that. I, I'm good at that. But people don't give people a chance, do they? It's like a lot of the scenarios we've talked about today could have been easily alleviated if people would have just asked. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You just like to make up your own story and then kind of roll with it and then actually you know as you say if you do ask they're usually asked quite a simple explanation it's usually not that exciting is it it's usually just quite straightforward well let's wonder anyone who's listening to this podcast mm. who maybe knows one of us 
I wonder if anyone will interact and tell us what their first opinion or judgment would have we been. Because that would be interesting. The the, you know, oh, I love a first opinion mm. because yeah. it's never the same. Never. The judgment is never the... Never. Hmm. Never It'd be interesting to hear people's assumptions of us, but then actually to question themselves and reflect whether that is yes. because of their life. And I guarantee more than like 90%, it will have something to do with you rather than us. We know if we're having a bad day. Go on. When you see somebody and like just from the outfit they're wearing or the way they walk and you're huge, you've got their age, their job, mm -hmm. like their family and it's probably not even true but I used to do that all the time like literally think I had people's life stories sus just by the way they were like dressed or something like that it's crazy it's actually crazy no you're right and I like before I worked in an autistic school that you'd see children in the in the shops having a tantrum yeah and you judge and go oh what bad parents but actually when i worked mm. at an autistic school and i used to take the kids out and they'd do that and people would judge us it's not very nice how about just yet again we go back to just ask do you need some assistance do you need some support yeah. because it just yeah. reminds me of the story of a little boy and there was a picture of a man laying on the floor with this little boy and he was autistic it's just because his mum had to walk back a different way and he couldn't cope with it how about yeah. let's just be kind and just ask. I think they're the key things to take away from today, isn't it? Yeah. Assess whether actually is this something I need to ask this person and actually get the truth? Or can I just disregard this silly story that I've made up in my head? Because you're right, it probably is just a little soap opera you've made in your head, which actually entertains you. But it's like that. You think back to the thinking of the two women. How much, how much time did you actually waste thinking about that that you can't get back? I know it makes, it makes me laugh. How many how laugh. many times though? Let's end on this. How many times? Anyone who's listening, have you thought of someone's judgment or presumed someone's making a judgment and it stopped you from doing something forward in your life? Mm. Oh, Michelle, love it. Yeah, We've no, I, been I, would there. Love, I would love oh, to yes. hear people's views and stories and opinions on this subject even dm us on instagram or send an email or send a little voice note because actually when we get to the end of this and we've done this on a couple of subjects we start off with a word or a phrase and then we go into a bit of a the negative side of it let's just say but we come out with a whole new perspective on it and a whole yes. new understanding that actually you're not a bad person because this is what I this is what I'm taking away. Okay, you're not a bad person for judging if your intention is pure. If you're judging them because that. do you know what I mean? You're judging them to go. Oh, they're doing it wrong. They should do it my way. Then no, that's not great. But if you yeah no, I get I I'm I'm feeling a lot better about that word because that word used to just be like Ugh. now I'm like judgment. Yeah, that's okay with me now. So thank you for the therapy today. Thank I'm you. I'm the same I've as you. I think what I'm taking away as well is let's let's remember how judgment can last on someone. Mm. Definitely. My takeaway would be ask yourself what it is about yourself that's making you judge that yes. person. And if you're making up crazy stories like me, just laugh at yourself because it is actually quite funny. <laughs> or, or just DM Alice and tell her. 
<laughs> she loves it. And she can think about your stories and not her own. Love right. today. Love today. Therapy once again. I love brought that. up a lot of stuff for me, so love today. Awesome. Me too. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. If you loved it, let us know and leave a review. If you'd like to interact with us and want a chance to guest star on our show, please get in touch with us on our Instagram handles and also our email address. Thank you so much for tuning in.